rappers die too much That's it, that's the verse I want to welcome and thank you for joining me with Don't Take Wooden Nickels. This is your host. This is your brother, Yule. And it's been a couple of weeks. It's been about a month or so since I had my last podcast. I had two series in which I was dealing and talking about Kevin Samuels and his complicated legacy. Well, here we are again. And I'm back and I have a plethora of situations, a plethora of things that I wanted to talk about. However, I didn't know where I want to start. I didn't know where God wanted me to go at. And um, it's been a whole bunch of topics I can bring up. But as of the date of this podcast, one of the ones that has hurt my heart has been um, because of the divisiveness these topics usually create and how the church reacts to them and how divided you truly see the church as when you get to situations like this. And I'll be honest when I tell you that's the position I'm coming from. I'm coming from the church because you can go a lot of different angles with this particular topic. Because everyone has their opinion, everyone wants to share their opinion, everyone wants to be right per se, no one wants to listen, and no one wants to seek to understand in situations like that because it's an experience-based situation. And a lot of times, and, and also, it can have different motives based on political agreement, it can have different motives based on your belief, it can have different... Uh, mindsets based on how you personally feel in conjunction with what I just spoke. And so I'm going to talk about Roe versus Wade, okay, and how the Supreme Courts overturned it, ending the right for abortion and, and, and the impact that had, the impact that had on America, the impact that has on women, the impact that has on the church, the impacts that you get from different opinions. And a lot of times these topics, you begin to see people's hearts in them. And you also begin to see how divided we are, but how much we allow every situation to create a rift and a conflict within us us being America, right? So it always begin with topics like this. It always short starts, sorts out with topics like this. And I'll be honest with you, I'm going to go ahead and say that this podcast, you, you may be offended by it because I'm not going to have the approach that you think I'm going to have. I'm just going to let you know that I've been asking myself some questions and I got to say that I'm leaning more to none of his right. And I'll be I'll clarify that statement with everyone now. Why do I feel that way? Well, I got to be I got to be honest with you. I'm 
pro-life and I'm pro-choice. I'm going to say that again. I'm pro-life and I'm also pro-choice. So I don't fit in the box that you want me to fit in. I'm not going to go to the side that you want me to go to. I am pro-life because of my belief. I am a believer. I don't even like to say the word I'm a Christian because that term is so diluted, especially in the United States. Anyone, everyone say they Christian without the values, the morality, or even following the biblical doctrine of Christianity, historically biblical doctrine of Christianity. So I don't like even say I'm Christian. I don't even like to take that approach. I will say that I am a son of God. I'm a believer in the teachings of Yahshua Hamasak. That's Jesus Christ in America. And I follow his will and his way. Jesus, Yahshua is my Lord and he's my savior. And so I am a historical biblical believer. And that's well I'll end there. Based on that, right? Based on that. I choose and believe wholeheartedly you shouldn't kill and have abortion. And we can get into the numbers of abortions. From 1963, I believe is the year, there's been 60 million abortions. Whether, however you feel about being pro-choice or pro-life, you have to say that is a tremendous amount of deaths. 60 million. And also, I said earlier, I'm also poor choice, pro-choice, excuse me. Why is that? Well, because I just told you I'm a follower of Yahshua teachings. I am a ambassador of the kingdom of God. And my heavenly father, Yahweh, Yah, Abba, is a sovereign God of choice. He's, I'm say that again because there are some denominational views, some Christians who believe God doesn't everywhere. God didn't give a choice. And I will give you pushback to that. And I will question your, your interpretation of the Bible with that. However, I will say this again. My father, my Abba, is a sovereign God of choice. So if my father can give free will and delegate that free will to all men, who am I to tell you what to believe and what to do with your free will? I choose with my free will to be pro-choice, pro-life. However, if you choose to support abortion, that is your free will. And can I say this to Christians? Because I see it a lot. Christians, religious folks, you don't determine who goes to hell. You don't determine who has the spirit of God. You don't determine that by their opinion on situations that you disagree with based on your biblical teaching and your interpretation of those teachings. You may feel a different way. It's okay to feel a different way. It's not okay to tell people they don't have the spirit of God. They're not saved based on your interpretation. The only prerequisite to being saved, 
is confessing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior first in your heart, believing that, and then confessing that with your mouth. That is Romans 10, 8 through 9. You do not get to determine people's salvation based on your interpretation of scripture. You may feel a certain way, and that's cool to feel a certain way, but your feelings isn't truth. It is not. I don't care what you're telling me. I don't care what you say, and your interpretation of Bible is inaccurate. Stop the heresy telling people they're saved, they don't have the Spirit of God in them. You're angry and you're operating from a position of emotion. You're operating in flesh, trying to determine somebody else operating in soul or their flesh. That's hypocritical. So let me now go into my next set of points. Excuse me. My next set of points is when these topics come out, you see the hypocrisy in United States, the hypocrisy in Christianity, the hypocrisy in human beings, and the lack of love. Always. See, I thought I was going to really just touch on Roe versus Wade. I'm not. Because Roe versus Wade, though you can go in different areas of Roe versus Wade, Honestly, the issue is never these topics. The issue is, is they expose our heart every single time. They expose our heart. For every road and wade, there's different topics you can pull back and show. It also shows your heart on how much we trust a government that has consistently lied to us. I don't even know why y'all do it at this point. I don't trust anything that this government does. Matter of fact, let me be more realer. Pride said realer. I woke up realer. Let me be more realer. I don't really trust anything man has created to be un to create it to not be anything else than perverted. I'm gonna say that again because so I need you to understand. I do not trust. Anything that man has created to be nothing but perverted. Whenever man creates something without the help of without the help of God, whenever man puts their intellect in, with their design in, their logic in, and God ain't at the center of, you can guarantee. I'm from Louisiana. That is going to be perverted. You can just put your money on it. It's going to be perverted. I don't care what it is. Name it. Whenever man does without God being in the center, I mean for real, for real being in the center. I'm not saying say that you're the home of land of the free and the home of the brave and, and making currency in God we trust, but then make that currency your God. I'm not talking about that. I'm simply saying whatever man creates, whatever man creates, that does not have God at the core, the foundation of it. You can guarantee that thing is going to be perverted. Whatever they say, whatever they do, if God is not in the center of it, it's perverted, boo-boo. I don't care what it is. So from that standpoint, you can just go ahead and throw me out. Because I'm going to be a skeptic off the tin Not Now, that may be some things I, I get from it. But honestly, honestly, 
wholeheartedly. I'm not going to put my faith in that thing. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not going to put my faith in that thing. I'm not going to put my faith in it. So that can, anything this government does, I'm looking at that thing side eye. Why is that? Why is that, yo? Why are you looking at it side eye? Because it's going to be perverted because God ain't in it. I'm telling you from the jump, God ain't in it. There's things about the abortion that I uh, support because you, you are saving kids' lives. However, that's my take based on my beliefs. How can I put my beliefs on someone else forcing them to believe the same thing? And I want to say this to again to the Christian culture. It's okay to celebrate it. It's not okay to then feel like it. Let me let me phase this away. It's okay to celebrate. I'm not telling you to celebrate. I'm happy that children's lives have an opportunity to live. However, that's not my choice. I need you to understand that. However, that's not my choice. We think God is, is in, in heavy rejoicing over that. He's rejoicing that kids are getting lives, but he's not rejoicing on how America did it. God doesn't pressure anyone to following him. Who are you to feel that you have that control? You don't. You don't have that control. This is the kingdom of God. We allow people based on their free will to come and submit to Jesus. This reminds me of the crusades, bruh. Where they were fighting people with the, with the pretense of Jesus, saying it's for Jesus, trying to convert people because they're saying it's Jesus. Instead of killing people and justifying it based on the Bible. Religion has always shown you it's violent. And though it masses what it does under the moniker of God, it is not of God. So a part of me is happy. A part of me is sad. I'm sad for the women who they stripped the choice from. I'm sad for all the people that are going to push away from the faith based on this. Because that's going to happen. And the church will then say they weren't saved anyway. As opposed to taking responsibility of us being the catalyst and that blood is on our hands. It is. I don't care what no one says. It's on our hands. I'm sad. Because we had an opportunity to show Christ and we don't. We think people just we we think we should force Christ to people when Christ didn't force himself. Christ literally told his disciples, if they don't receive you, dust your feet. If Christ can tell his disciples that, why do we think we can force him on others when he never did that? He never did that. 
It saddens me. That saddens me. And so we have a place here in history where God is still going to be ultimately glorified in it because that's what our dad does. But you see another religious collapse. And I also ask myself this question. I want to say this before I lose it. I ask myself this question. If we're going back to the scriptures, where in the in history of the scriptures did Jesus, did society ever support Jesus? And if you go by the scriptures, you will basically say never. The society, he was in Roman culture. They didn't support him. And I also ask myself this question, where in scripture did religion ever support Jesus? You get the same answer. Never. Religion never supported Jesus. Society never supported Jesus. So it's fair to say Jesus was the enemy to society and also religion. They both never agree with him. So I find myself in that place where I'm not going to I'm not here for society and I'm not here for religion. I'm here for the kingdom. I'm here to show an unconditional love to a world, more importantly, to people that need it. That's why I find myself in this season of my life, realizing society is going to not like me, it's going to attack me, and religion is not going to like me. It's going to attack me. And saying I'm okay with that. This Roe versus Wade has opened up my eyes to so many aspects of life. There's so many th ways you can go here. You can first go into this position, with, being that it's still a choice, but you can still go into the position where do we get here that we're saddened about having abortion? I told you I was going to offend you. Where do we get here that we're sad that we don't have the option to kill children? You have your choice. I'm just asking a question. I'm not judging. I'm simply saying societal. How do we get there? You feel me? Like, do you understand where I'm coming from? How do we get there? How do we get to a place of then determining what people do with their bodies? How do we get there? Religion sickens me. I'm sad for it. 
I will never get caught up in religious circles because I see the harm, I see the manipulation, the wickedness in it, the lies in it under the moniker of God. And it breaks my heart. So many people looking for something to believe in and religious finds ways to hurt people with that under the moniker of God, my father. And it sickens me. So now I'm at a place Well, your society can't do nothing for me. Hmm. And religion can't do nothing for me. And I'm going to stay seated there and trust God completely. This podcast is really one where I'm not venting. I'm in a place now and I don't even like to vent. That's not my thing. I got spaces to vent. And even then, it's to God to get wisdom and clarity on how to move in the next step. This podcast isn't one where I'm knocking anyone, any side. I'm letting you know, one, I'm pro-life and pro-choice. I'm both. And if that leads me to being criticized by religion, so be it. You are religious. I expect it so. And if that's one to be criticized by society, so be it. You are society. I expect it so. But I'm going to stay seated in Scripture. Dependent on the Holy Spirit. Allowing God to use me in every aspect. So he will ultimately get the glory in it all. And I'm going to stay there. I'm going to stay loving people. I'm going to stay helping people. I'm going to stay speaking into their lives and pouring till I can't pour anymore. I'm going to live this life full and die empty for the love of people, for the advancement of the kingdom of God. And it's just nothing anyone can do about that. That's where my heart is placed. That's my desire. Something burning that's deeper than my marriage, deeper than the birth of my children, family. And that's purpose given for one who is the greatest of all time. And I'll never stop. I'll never stop. My heart hurts for so many people. And I think that we'll never get the opportunity to sit down and really have conversations listening to hear because there's so many motives and interior motives behind what's being done. Everybody has their opinion on what they feel right is without sitting back and saying, how does this other person feel about this? And do I care enough? I don't have to change my thought process, but do I care enough to understand their perspective on it? 
And that's where we stand. We stand in a, um, a civilization in which everybody wants to be for everybody. My click get what's my click get and that's cool with me. And I'm just not with it. I'm just not with it. I think I'm done. America, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. But I have no trust in you will ever do the right thing. Because you refuse to even acknowledge the hurt you've done to so many. You justify hurt. You justify murder. You justify sadness. And you say it's for the greater good of God. And that's a demonic lie. It was never for God. It was for your pride. It was for your ego. It's for your pockets. It was for power. And I'm here to tear it all down. This is Don't Take Wooden Nickels. I'm signing out. Yo, listen. Thank you for joining Don't Take Wooden Nickels. We don't take it for granted. Thank you for listening to it in its entirety. And if you didn't, still do us a favor. Rate it five stars and click the subscribe button. Don't take wooden nickels because they don't spend. Peace.